0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf's weekly podcast. I'm Hunter, joined, as always, by Trevor. Uh, before we get into today's episode, we'll go ahead and take a moment to thank our sponsors. Support for Griplocked is brought to you by Manscaped. Flip-flop season is upon us, and you're out here with those post-pandemic toenails. Really? Don't worry. Our friends at Manscaped have you covered. They just launched their fourth-generation performance package and their Shears 2.0 nail grooming kit. Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code Lock.
1: Yeah. And the fourth generation performance package comes with the uh, lawnmower 4.0, the amazing tool that Hunter and I love to use, uh, which has skin safe technology, which is a great little feature that gives you a lot of confidence whenever you're using it, that you're not going to cut yourself. Not gonna have a bloody mess in your more sensitive areas. Uh, It is definitely a huge plus.
0: Yeah, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ears. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. I don't know what I just said, but it sounds freaking awesome. The nose and ear hair trimmer <laughs> provides a proprietary skin safe technology as well, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those sensitive little nostrils of yours. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers, which we've talked about who knows how many times, and the shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to a whole nother level. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code griplocked at manscaped.com. That's one word, griplocked at manscaped.com. will get you 20% off in free shipping. Tame that summer swamp in your pants with manscaped
1: i gotta get more of those boxers because i love them
0: yeah they're freaking sweet i'm wearing them again today listen
1: i played last night at our weekly league it was like 90 plus degrees and i was wearing them
0: this isn't even the ad read anymore it was this like is just, just, just full it was, it on. It could honest. have been, a, it
1: could have just been a constant cool breeze. Never would have known the difference.
0: See, I was wearing Reebok. It wasn't a cool breeze out it there, was. I can tell you.
1: <laughs> the absolute swamp.
0: <laughs> I should have tamed my summer swamp. Mansca- <laughs> uh, but speaking of last night, I got to try out a few new discs after the overrated, underrated segment last, last week on the podcast. I, I believe it was heart. Connor brought up the KC Pro Rock. And it made me. I just wanted. said
2: baseline plastic period,
1: but that's what I was talking. Anytime about. you say baseline mid though, it's, it's like the KC, KC Pro Rock. KC yeah. Pro Rock just like flashes through your head. Yeah. That'd be a fun. That's got to be like a fun game we do sometime. Where like we it'll be like we'll flash up a picture and it'll be like either a logo or a player and like the first thing that comes to your mind you like just word like association shout it out maybe we don't do that live so that you, yeah. in case somebody <laughs> somebody says something they shouldn't but we like did um what do we do we did a game trevor's trivia game a while ago that was like that was like me describing i was like mad libs or not like mad libs like, no you uh, said um that was like me describing a player and you had to name uh and i had to guess the player yeah, that's yeah. Right. right but like it'd be like uh like an end of a logo pops up and you know like Clymo, like something like that mm. Be interesting to see the results and what
2: are the word associations with those things
1: yeah exactly
0: the goat pops up and you're just like oh where do you actually stand on the fence <laughs> LeBron james i mean uh, anyways i'm not going down that road <laughs> we will be here forever
1: uh i also put a wizard in my bag uh it's my putting putter i mean i gotta tell you man i've I haven't seen you throw such bad looking putts. In I don't a long think it's time. gonna stick. No, I'm gonna give it, it another round. It did stick. Or two. <laughs> That's the problem. Stuck to I'm gonna hand. give
0: it another round or two, and then I might switch it out. I'm thinking about going to a Casey Pro AVR next, trying that a little bit. I uh, don't know how I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna like.
1: I mean, I might as well just put all Casey plastic. Here's yeah. the thing about the Casey Pro AVR is like I used Casey AVRs for. I used them whenever I first started playing because it was like the hype train, like that was like what you did back then, and then I switched back to them for a little bit in college. And they're kind of just like the most like basic putter because that's like an AVR, I guess. It's yeah. just like it's like, yeah, it works. It <laughs> doesn't do anything particularly special, but it works. You know, if you're putting well, it'll go in. <laughs> yeah, so like that's that's kind of how the case. The one is.
0: thing I did notice about the wizard last night is it had a lot more glide than my PA threes. Because there are a few putts that I was like, that just fell out of my hand PA and it threes, went in the basket. Still, P
1: A threes for me never had any glide. They don't, which so can be good. That's if That's what I kind of liked about them for
0: a little bit. I don't putt very hard they anymore. They stay near the basket, but like you, you had to putt to get it to go in. So yeah. like, made me like where I didn't have a choice but to be confident because like I was like, I've got to throw this putt or yeah. else it's not it doesn't have a chance. Whereas the wizard, I feel like I felt like I could be timid and it still have a shot at going in, which I don't like. Right? Because then I could be like, Ooh, woo. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it almost went in, exactly. I which I think do, led to
2: me. Do you have do you have more sweaty hands or dry hands? Depends on the day. Okay, because yeah. I can't do kc avrs because they're very slick. My hands are very dry. So, then so then how do you they, throw kc rocks? Because I like it for mids, something where I'm throwing it, but whenever I'm putting it, you're not doing like a power grip on it, so it just it just stays out of my hand. You power grip your putts. I think it doesn't matter what put you're throwing. Then <laughs>
1: I literally did not when I first started playing disc golf. So I've always power grip. That's a grip I learned to play with. And when I first started playing, I didn't understand that there was such thing as a fan grip. So I even tried to learn how to putt using a power grip. And so I didn't. That's what under, most people. I feel like I, I didn't understand. I was like, how on earth does this work? Like, how do you putt? And I just remember the day that I discovered. Disc golf YouTube because probably the first thing I looked up was how do you putt, mm-hmm. and I mean, oh, if I could go back in time to feel <laughs> that joy, and like I, what I remember going outside, and I think I, I think at this point I had like a little cheap basket that one of my grandparents bought me, and I just fan gripped the putter and I released it and I was like, oh my god. And I thought I was like, this is it. Next stop, world title. Like, <laughs> I was like, now that like why I was like, this is like I mean, you could just imagine how much easier that is. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Here I am now. I'm probably worse than I was with the power grip. But <laughs> how did the a revelation? Um,
2: what? How did the Casey Rock fly? Did it fly different than you were expecting it to, or does it? Did it rem- like I don't.
0: It was very, it, it was a very different. nostalgic flight. Yeah, I think that's what made me love it last night. It's
2: old school flight. Just yeah. like, God, I want to throw it. I would, I would rip flight. it
0: on Heiser and it would hold the heiser but then at some point it would decide I don't want to fully hold the hyzer and it would like kind of flip, but not really to kind of give you that taste of it's like, like a half This is what flip, I'm gonna do. But it
1: flips so late. That's
0: and, and then it, and then it would still Heiser
2: back and it went so far too. You threw a Heiser last night where you threw it on a ton of Heiser and it was going Heiser and then went. Yeah, and they just f- I don't understand it had, how that happened. Which slow lighting left, and it was it was like as soon as it happened, all of us on the just went, "Oh my goodness!"
0: I've <laughs> never
1: the only other disc I've seen like do that is like the old like uh, I saw I played with this one guy once that had a chains AVR. Yeah, and he would throw it, and it would like it wouldn't flip until it was like two hundred feet out of his hand, and it wasn't.
0: It's that old. Innova. It wasn't like a slow. I don't know what they did split. back then. About yeah. it. Dave down a pace, man. I don't know what he was doing back then, but he was making they some had, good. They had a kind of
1: secret, man. Now they're making wombat threes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's okay, but
0: but it's not a KC, man. I, my whole bag's gonna be KC Pro.
1: You're gonna get like rocks. KC Pro t KC Pro Destroyer, a KC Whip It, <laughs> KC Whip It.
2: Isn't KC
0: that kind are, of sick? Yeah, I've never thrown one.
1: Oh, they're dirty.
0: I'm getting Casey. With Casey Gazelles. I'm gonna start playing in cotton polos and and one shorts. I'm gonna just full. I'm gonna just embrace hey, the late. We were 90s. saying
1: if Hunter and I are able to get out to Monday qualifying at USDGC, we're gonna totally try to imitate the old like climo Barry Schultz get, get the ups. old
0: khaki polo that has like the khaki cotton polo and of a the
1: like dad hat and like the cargo shorts and like and the they tournament were tournament like, bag. Yeah. Oh um, my I gosh, love that idea. That would be so I love that funny.
0: idea. The tournament and we got to play with old discs
1: yeah Old oh my goodness It'd be hey weird. turn a bunch
0: a bag, of T-birds. you'll
2: be doing like what paul did in 2017 didn't he have to do that yeah his like bag. No, it's
0: because he didn't like the uh the grip the, uh, the, pro- the proto pack that's right the and like end grip a, rip off and, and he, he couldn't, couldn't use, use a grip, grip. Yeah, yeah. yeah at that point he couldn't use grip because was making their own bag did he buy that from the pro shop no he had it still oh, okay. from from back in the day okay yeah he just whipped out the tournament straps okay. threw it that on the bag game
1: on that's, like, such an interesting subject of, like, uh, I thought about tweeting about this, about, like, what are certain things that used to be super cool in disc golf but aren't anymore? And one of them is... Drew Gibson's bringing the bag back, One right? of them is backpack straps. Backpack straps used to be, like, a thing that was cool. And, like, now, like, if you're seen wearing, using what I would call a horizontal bag <laughs> instead of a, a more vertical <laughs> bag, like, you look crazy. Although I kind of respect it when I see it. I'm like, that's that guy's cool. Yeah. Like, he's playing this for the love of the game. Yeah you know he's not, i'm
2: with you like i used to like whenever i first started playing i'd see people with them i'd be like get with the times man then i pick up my superhero pack and i just walk,
1: walk walk away with back problems yeah. when i started playing grip now, bags were not commonplace it was pretty much everybody had my first bag was like a the fade tournament bag or whatever it was
0: i had like the normal of a that everyone gets yeah. it's like a lunch box mm-hmm. and then backpacks were pretty common but I didn't want to spend the money on a grip bag, yeah, so I got I, think- a, um, I got some bag. Academy Sports made a bag mm. on Amazon, and it came with a warning that the materials could cause cancer. Remember that? Paid twenty bucks. Oh my gosh, oh. paid twenty bucks for my backpack. Small price to pay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I used it for like a uh, six months, and then it ripped on me. But I mean, I paid twenty bucks, and, so, yeah. and it held thirty
1: discs. The first grip bag came, out, I think, in 2012, and I started playing in 2013. So like, there nobody had. If you saw somebody with a grip bag, like they were, must have been a pro. Back then, for me, it was mm-hmm. like I used a lunchbox before I used anything, just a shoulder strap lunchbox, and it was great. You know,
0: I don't even know what my next bag was. It was a big Heiser bag. Company. My first one was it was a, an Ergo.
1: Ooh, yeah,
0: where it like had it was only vertical, held fifteen discs. Oh yeah, yeah. Straight my first up. nice
1: bag was a Ranger bag. That was my first like investment in a disc golf bag. I remember just being beyond excited. I. All I wanted... like I was such a trend follower. This is when he got it six months ago. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) the Ranger Combat bag, man. It's a whole different ballgame. I still have my other Ranger bag, though. Uh, All I wanted was a backpack bag. And for some reason, what stuck out to me about the backpack bag more than anything was the putter pocket up top i thought that was so cool yeah to where i would literally like i would i remember getting old backpacks from my house and thinking seeing if any of them had anything that could imitate the a putter, putter pocket. pocket yeah remember i was like a 14 year old kid so like i wasn't being an idiot as like i'm not, i wasn't like a college <laughs> student you know like these guys started a little later than i did but I just remember, like, I just needed that putter pocket. I'd look for all the cheapest backpacks. I think it was, like, salient discs made oh, yeah, That was, like, kind of cheaper. And I was just like, oh, I needed to have it. And it's funny, because I ended up getting a Ranger bag, and the putter pocket was on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, all right. My first bag was, uh, well, I started playing in, like,
2: my junior year of high school. And so I just used, like, an outdoor, like, hiking backpack, and mm-hmm. I folded down the front flap to make it into a disc golf bag. And I put yeah. my discs in there, like, sideways. And then I got the prodigy, whatever the smaller prodigy bag is. BP three. It looks like a toiletry BP2? bag. <laughs> the it's, one that's like real a, tiny. Mm, it's not. Really or is the one you got with two, the team? Probably. No, it's not the one with the team. It's the one smaller than that. It's BP3, one. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the BP three. Yeah, I don't know. And there's then the ones we there's got one, got there. two, or three. Two yeah, is what you got on the they're team. They're like the ones we have over there. That's a three. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. That's but the a but four old one there. But the old one. The three. Then yeah, and then I was superhero pack, and then I got a grip bag. Yeah, I went straight for the grip
0: after the the uh ergo the superhero pack had a ton of space but it would destroy your back because it's just flat yeah yeah my grip bag did me well but i've moved on what else did you put in your bag hunter anything else i don't think so i think that was it yeah i don't
1: don't think had anything else you
2: know yeah well after trevor talking about it for years i uh put a champ wraith in my bag i only only champ because i could only find a champ and it was was,
1: it was a freaking beefcake
0: that wasn't his mistake. I think his mistake was we all thought. By the way you describe your relationship with the Wraith, we expected.
1: Here's what I can promise: a Heiser until, here's, I didn't say and it. You, said and you, you sold us on an eleven-speed destroyer. Here's what I will tell you: if you buy you be behind bars. a one seventy Star Wraith right You're now the and Street. you threw it like you threw that one last night, it will turn. Considerably, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find one because the also, champ one is was beefy. Also, to mention, the ones that I used to throw were pretty close to flat, not very big domes. The one oh, you okay. had, see, had listen a all these off. details and you I, get not provide was, that one that I had was I, really domed. He, he was pretty far off the mark getting his <laughs> champ one <laughs> in like the Jolly Launcher champ, which is like very stable. Yeah, class. that brace yeah. did feel good. It, it felt really, really <laughs> good. It was I a very good feeling disc.
0: I, I just, think the disc. It was I think beefy. the disc you need. If you want your if you want a disc to start like the wraith Trevor talks about, you need a crate.
1: Crates are mine I think a man. crate
0: starts like a beat in Wraith.
1: Do they even make crates anymore? I don't know. I don't That's know. That's
0: actually a great question. Have I haven't seen one? one in a long time. But to be fair, I try to find it. We just started ordering Innova again like yeah. seven months ago, and Innova has been out of stock of so much. I, I,
1: I surely nobody's name's on them, man. I'll just look at the, They're probably only making them because like, they were only popular because pop I'll pull was up the them. Innova
0: wholesale list. And I'll just see if like that's just like a line item on their wholesale list. I
1: feel like you've asked about like should we get them before though,
0: and you probably said no.
1: Okay, mm-hmm.
0: I just searched crate, and unless nah. they change how it's spelt, it's not coming up with K R A I T.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're not making it anymore. Why yeah. is
0: that not on here,
1: man? So my G Star four time Paul Crate was is probably Dude, worth the bank. crate anybody, was amazing. If anybody ever found it over at the East Campus course and has has my old crate might be worth banked. I'm
0: very upset now.
1: I wonder if that's like, uh, imagine if you had the inside track on a manufacturer and you knew when certain discs were going out of production and you could just, usually a lot of times they're pretty public about that and it's kind of common knowledge, but if you had the inside track and you'd be like, oh, crates are about to never be made just again. buy the rest of them. Just buy them at wholesale. Yeah. Buy like 200 and then sell them for like 50 bucks a piece. Everybody that's ever wanted a crate comes to you. Big profit. I can't
0: believe they did, they don't make crates anymore. What I, I can
1: believe it? That was
2: an emotional roller coaster.
0: I was ready to go who, get a crate right well, now. Who, uh, now I can't.
1: It's probably because they're trying to sell something with somebody's name on it in place of it. And obviously, like the Destroyer what, is what do they
0: have a name? What is close to a crate? I'm searching on eBay.
1: Like a turn. Is anybody's name on a turn?
0: The turn is way less stable than no. It's. I mean, I had a champ one.
2: <laughs> is the turn faster?
0: Uh, super rare end of a, a little... champ crate twenty six dollars.
1: Okay, well, apparently it's not that big no. of a problem. So. No, but what about the G Star Paul one? <laughs> <laughs> thirty bucks used. Okay, right here. So there you go. I could have had thirty dollars. I'm from. just gonna beat up my
0: Minor champ 60.
1: Wraith with a baseball bat.
0: G Star eighty dollars. Rare black sparkle. See, I had a that's part, not sold though. We're not looking at sold uh, right now.
1: I had a party time stamp one, and it was actually one of my cooler looking discs. G Star is interesting. Man, in the winter it's fun. In the summer it's like, did I just pick up chewed up? gum from the fairway or <laughs> is this a disc yeah <laughs> is this a disc i wish I, I, I
2: dang i wish i hadn't gotten
1: rid of all the discs that i got
2: rid of same man sometimes you have to do it man. i gave i, got, all, I, I gave away
1: somewhere. all my sig discs to like this guy that i work with just gave me away, <laughs> silas man <laughs> no.
0: uh i think i still have a champ crate somewhere if i find it I'm putting it in my bag. Sorry, dude, Connor. Man. I'm not giving it to you. No, don't give it. I don't Bomb I don't season. want it. I want to beat
2: up Star Wraith.
0: That's what it's I want. It's kind of like you my Thrasher. put that in your bag. Dude. But I, if I find the crate, I'll put the crate back Bomb in. Bomb season. That yeah, thing. that thing is... Sick. You can call it the crepe. The crepe. <laughs> That's funny. Just dye Crepes. a crepe on it. <laughs> I like that. All right. We also had d this past weekend. Uh, the results were not what we expected at all. Uh, Eagle took it down. That could have been expected. But
1: then we had Kyle Klein in second. And Corey Ellis in third. Can I just say, Kyle Klein? I watch. Listen, I don't really know what to think about Kyle Klein because he's kind of just like an eagle impersonator. It seems like, but I, I watched an interview with Kyle Klein the other day, and he seemed like a very nice, like well-spoken young man. And so, Kyle That's Klein, nice. until you do something stupid, I'm a fan.
0: <laughs> until you do something stupid,
1: <laughs> I thought he just seemed like a really nice guy, and I was like, all right, Kyle Klein, you're cool. You're innocent until proven guilty. That's right. That's how it always is in disc golf. Except some people are just guilty because. By association, I don't like them.
2: <laughs> By association, <laughs> Uh
0: before we talk about any storylines, though, we've got to figure out what the frick to do with Trevor's dark horse picks because this is getting I'll tell you out you what of you
1: hand. To do, you need to like you need to like lock them in a safe space at this point or just keep them as far away from a disc golf course as possible, because it's becoming a Final Destination movie at this point. Like, I pick someone, and then, like, as soon as I pick them, wherever they are in the world, they, like, see, like, how they're going to sprain their ankle. In, <laughs> right in front of they're their like eyes. They're,
0: like, having their sleep during the... like, it's Trevor, like the, that's Trevor so Raven, them. like, she,
1: like like <laughs> zooms out and like he goes zooms into her eye and we it's drop like Tanner it like Gerard is slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: we drop it on I Thursday swear. and then just take an afternoon nap and wake up in a pouring sweat. Just
1: go, <gasps> and like, I think, ah, I don't know what just happened. I think I just got
0: picked like, by Trevor on the trip <laughs> <laughs> My, why does, my shin hurts all of a sudden. What yeah. is going
1: on? It's like their ankle, oh. they look at their ankle and it just starts swelling. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns to rubbish like woo,
0: woo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm why? Gonna, I'm going
1: to have the DNF. You yeah. just can't play anymore. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's it's not it's not a coincidence. We need to make... It, there's, a, there's a conspiracy <laughs> there are dark theory things happening. I don't know what's there's going on. There's some type
0: of conspiracy theory going on of what's happening behind the scenes. I'm
1: just glad that they're still not... It's not the witch trial errors at this point because I would have been burnt at the stake a long time ago. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> like, what's going on... My remains would be out there on a pole.
0: <laughs> I think what's going on is Connor's paying someone behind the scenes to just... Is it sabotage? Yeah. I don't know what they're doing to these players. It's just different every time, though. Maybe that's it, too. So they never get caught. I'm just
2: paying them in all of Trevor's old discs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just send them Trevor's old discs. I got
1: a big Z stalker with your name on it. (laughs) You got to make sure that Ian Burchett doesn't play this week. (laughs) uh but i don't really that's think it's not happening
0: <laughs> me. <laughs> i mean i'd love to hear your conspiracy theories of what is happening
1: yeah everybody just let comment. us know you're like you can be as creative as possible give me your conspiracy theories and then we'll read the best one on yeah the, the, the best one podcast. that's gonna be
0: the, that's a new segment Cons- trevor's dark horse conspiracies <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah whoever has the best one should probably be the one that makes us laugh the most yeah um it doesn't surprise me with Eagle and Kyle finishing that far
0: up there, but Corey Ellis, I feel like, is a name that still is flying under the radar on the pro tour scene. Mm-hmm. He's been dominating the local scene. He plays a lot in West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, North Carolina, that whole area. He has seven wins so far this year at 15 events in the local area, uh, and then now he's coming third out of d I definitely think that's a name we're going to hear more and more of kind of as he progresses and continues to play more events.
1: Yeah. No, Corey Ellis has been solid. I mean, he's doing it kind of the way you should do like early pro kind of getting into it where you just kind of dominate your local scene and then every once in a while go out for the pro tour stuff when you can make it and see where you're standing see where you're standing like you do that enough times and you're going to figure out "Hmm, maybe i could do this on tour you know it's a lot less pressure when you do it that way than when you just kind of leap
0: when you just nosedive and you're like i need that 250 bucks back yeah
1: tomorrow you got because like here's the bottom line is if you're not smacking everybody around on your local scene you're not going to beat eagle mcmahon yeah i promise you that because that guy surely isn't losing in well, any local the thing, scene is
0: if you think of the top 20 pros coming to your local b tier they're winning it yeah so then how are you like if you're not dominating the local scene if you're like coming in like third or fourth place your local okay. pros and you're like you know what i think i'm making it on i think i'm making it on tour. Be
1: very consistently winning yeah, because like,
0: because then like, how do you expect to come in the top twenty? Which is kind of where you need to be to be making like a, a comfortable living without worrying. Yeah. Then like, how do you expect to do that if you're like, well, I mean, if Yuli showed up to my local course, he would destroy me. But on tour, surely I can beat him, even though he has fifteen years of tour experience and seen all yeah. these courses.
1: Hey man, you know, I, I mean, I
0: it's just the dream of being a professional disc golfer. I think sometimes very, makes logic go out the window very, very quickly. I
1: will admit, like, how if I if you took the financials away from it which is obviously, like, duh, that's All the whole of it. point. But, like, how fun would it be? Like, it would be... It'd be a great time. I, like, I wish, like, I could have had just one year, just, like, where I just, like, raised the money or worked really hard to just get myself enough money to where, like, I was going on tour, and I was going to play every event, and, like, money. it didn't matter where I finished. Like, I could just go out there and enjoy, like, playing beautiful courses. Like, yeah. how fun would that well, be? Well, what's scary that about is is really let's fun. say
0: that, like, you just grind it out on tour. And you're able to make it, like, let's say you start as a 20-year-old, and you're able yeah. to make it 10 years on tour, but you're and never then great. what do you do? <laughs> but you're never great, but you're never bad. You're able to grind it out and live, survive on tour. Now you're 30, and, you know, you have to start thinking about retirement, starting a
1: family. Yeah. yeah. If you get injured. 10 years on tour is a lot of fun, though. Maybe, but, like, then what do you do? Maybe if you only make it, like, four or five years on tour, well, now that's you're kind 30 of are But 10 years on tour, that's a pretty good run. <laughs> Like,
0: I, I but mean, a lot of people aren't starting when they're twenty. A lot of people are starting when they're yeah. 25. But like you, fin- you so now you, five You finish
1: years. out when you're thirty. You go pick up like a trade or something, and like you know you. I it, I get it's not the best economic setup for your life, but like ten years of touring on disc golf, like that's fun. That's a fun ten years. I'm just saying, like, at, at what cost? You're, you're okay. You're like reasonable, Ronnie, over here. Like, I, <laughs> that's like that's like your whole thing is like you're a very like financially sound person who like is like careful about things. Well, because like then you're. I'm, wh- a, I'm just thinking about all the fun that's that me and Big Jim are gonna think, have. I think,
0: <laughs> I think the allure is like it always seems Big like gym. next yeah. season. <laughs> next season is my season. Like, oh well, next year I'm gonna be a top twenty guy. Next year's it. Here I go. Here How I How many
1: guys have like actually floated on tour for ten years and not ever like done anything? That's the thing is you won't know because even like even like guys like Paul Eulbari who have fl- somewhat floated around on tour for a long. He's time. He's making a good living though. He's making a good living. because like, like if you're on tour for that long and, and at least in this disc golf scene, you make a big name for yourself just because you're going to become beloved because you're such a recognizable name. That's the key is, is that some. you can't
2: be you can't be dependent on you doing well. Yeah, it's got. If you're not gonna beat Eagle McMahon or Paul Macbeth, then you need to be have something else. You yes. need to be big on like Ezra is great at it. He's got like a he has good a brand where he doesn't need. Yeah, to fill, yeah. He, yeah. If he
0: can, he can survive on tour without actually cashing at tournaments. So he's he valuable. Sell discs.
1: So he's valuable to a company because he can push plastic. Here's the thing. Yeah, selling discs. If you can sell discs, you can make it on tour because. You, if you have a successful run of discs and you cash a $20,000 check, like there you go. You probably make it for, for the year. Yeah, that can make you through a yeah. decent chunk and then find some work in the off season. Right. Like, so it's that's what it really comes down to is can you move a disc? Yeah. It's just, just the, days. I think,
0: and maybe this, this time is coming to an end, but I just have known, I don't want to like call people out because I mean, we're on a podcast, but I have known several people who you're like are just chasing this dream of touring and like Mm -hmm. you're like at what point are you gonna wake up and be like dude your dream of touring ain't really working right (laughs) now
1: i think a lot of those people too like end up getting plugged in somewhere in disc golf because they make networking like you make a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. i think that's the other thing if you're on tour for 10 years like you probably made a lot of relationships because look at who i'm not saying this is a great this is a good thing but like look at who the pro tour is hiring they're we'll only get, disc golfers. Yeah, yeah. Which, which that's is, that's a whole different yeah, topic. Not really. Maybe the best what, idea, uh, yeah. but I get that we're trying to support our 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 uh, our, our our fellow disc golfers. And like, well, it's like that's respectful. It's the same
0: thing with anything. If you create an echo chamber where all the ideas are coming from the same general background, the same general yeah. headspace, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, because everyone's going to be bouncing the same ideas. Because like everyone in disc golf right now is in disc golf yeah we don't disagree. that's what like the we don't
1: disagree with that
0: <laughs> yeah i know i just it's like if you're looking for a journalist why don't we like go find someone who's been doing journalism in like a small like minor well, league sport the bigger give them a, a slightly bigger raise but like they have all this journalistic thing history right. and that's just one our industry
1: part. only gets so big whereas baseball for example gets a thousand times bigger. Yeah. So like they, it's not even just their ideas. It's or just even like, like a they, starting,
0: starting position out of college. Yeah. Where you just like someone who now has a X, Y, or Z degree and like, is a will know what they're doing within this. It'll start frame. happening. I mean, it, it, it's, I hope so. we're not
1: long before there's going to become like an outside of disc golf corporate takeover at some point when like all these other companies decide to get in. I mean, we've already started seeing that with like a company like Bushnell, who is like very much an outside of disc golf company and is making some great products golf, not starting that easing their way into (laughs) disc golf, which is a, which is a good thing. Like we, this is good for outside companies to get in with repu, like good names. Um, and I think it's just going to keep happening. I think we're going to start seeing more of that. And it's going to be very interesting because like we've, we see a lot where disc golf companies get very shaken when new ideas hit them. So like when these big companies who are not going to be stopped because they're big get into the sport and they shake things up and people are like, whoa, 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 you can't do that. But it's like, yeah, they can because they're Nike. like What do you you mean? (laughs) What are you going (laughs) to do? Just do it. It's literally (laughs) live by. (laughs) Like what are you going to do? Stop them? Like so it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how that all goes down. There's going to be I like it's every sport, though, whenever like change happens, like people are going to get grumpy. And then the dust will settle and then they're going to more years pass and they're all happy with that. More change comes. They it's get just like, look at the pro tour in general. Yeah. Like the pro
0: tour has multiple times, like hit a roadblock. People are like, are you kidding me? And then like two years, they are like, this is the greatest yeah. thing ever. It's it's, it's just, like, oh, we're changing this now. You're like what? It's just a natural progression. <laughs> and it's like, Oh my word. I love this. It's, just growing it's like, pains. that's just, that's, that's what's, yeah, you're right. It's growing pains. Um, I do love Bushnell speaker they came out with, but we won't we won't go into that because Trevor it. thinks we're not gonna get I'm not gonna get Trevor heated up because you will all disagree with Trevor and then that'll hurt his feelings. So we're not gonna we're not it's even gonna worry not about good that. for Trevor. At this it's just point. not yeah. It's just we're we're here for Trevor's morale. Okay, we're giving him birdie vibes only here today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead. Uh, oh, we still have to talk about Eagle. Frick, I was just completely skipped. Eagles win.
1: Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you again. can't do that again.
0: Uh Eagle, though, had basically the same putt on eighteen as he did last year for the win. Yeah. With one major change. One major change. Well, this time it was clear he knew it was for the win. Yeah. He stepped up and you could see it in his eyes of like, I need this putt for the win. And then he banged it and you could see it in the emotions right after. It was a much better moment than I won? I, I won? oh my gosh, I would. It was a much better moment than that because he yeah, knew what it was stupid.
1: for. He knew what it was for. Good for him. Yeah. And I think Eagle's becoming more of a competitor. Eagle's becoming a killer. Yeah. Eagle is starting, he got the taste of the blood and now he's like, he wants more wins and I like that. Like, he's saying like, Eagle, I'm pretty indifferent when it comes to Eagle. I think he's incredibly talented. I think he's pretty marketable guy. Like, I don't think he's, he's certainly not bad for the sport at all. Um, and he's very fun to watch play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I have a problem with Eagle. And I like that he has kind of gone from a little bit of like seems a little soft, like not really kind of gets shaky in, in crunch time to like he kind of is starting to attack. He has and a like, clutch gene now. Yeah, he's starting mm-hmm. to get a little clutch, wants to win like down the stretch. He's made some really, really great uh, like hold on to lead type plays this year, especially at Portland. Eagle
0: one. currently is the player of the year, no doubt. Yeah. This is his fourth Pro Tour win he Eagle's is really starting to play well he's, he's he's being dominant this year really there's no way around that uh and he's still young Is the other side of it i think this i think we are entering the eagle mcmahon era
1: yeah oh i agree i
0: think we're already kind of in it but i think we're like officially like yeah Yeah. this season is the consistent this season is is the beginning of the eagle mcmahon era and it's not going to be the paul mcbeth era where he just wins every weekend because the competition 23 yeah the competition is so much better than if you look back at like 2015 so you're not going to see someone literally just never lose but you're going to see four wins on the pro tour
1: though this year yeah that's what i'm
0: saying (laughs) it's like you're going to start seeing like stuff that's like Dang, he was able to pull that off against this field. Yeah,
1: I think that's going to be a little bit more and more common. Dominant seasons are going to look like, for at least for now, are going to look like winning one out of every three or four. Yeah, that that's so like, where if you can like
0: in the pro tour season with like four events, you like hold like he already has four wins right now. But like if he ended with four wins, you'd still look back and be like, holy cow! Yeah, good season. That was a great season. Yeah. He might be able to get five or six. It's this year. literally
1: starting to get to the point where like having a win during the season is like all right, solid season. You got to win. And if you have more than one, it's like a great season. And guys that rattle off like four, like you're saying, like that is like an awesome season. Yeah.
0: It's not, the times in disc golf are changing.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not like it used to be where like just no. back and forth, guys yeah. winning 10 events. Because
0: if you go back like 2015, 16, 17, 18, It was just Paul and Rick. Yeah. Like, there were some some seasons where if Paul and Ricky were both at the event, one of them won every time. Yeah. I think that was a 2016 season. Mm and 2015, Paul basically didn't lose. He came in, like, second and third a a handful of times. But, like, I think that era of disc golf, we've went through it. I think that's over because now there's way too much talent in the field that, like, back then, if you were Paul and Rick, you had to beat each other, and there was maybe one more person that was sneaking up that you had to beat. Now you have to beat each other but then there's every weekend five or six people that are competing at that like it feels like that same tempo and they're never the same people there's a top four that seemed to almost always be but like this week the top four kind of fell off as far as overall goes um and so you still had eagle still had to battle you know what i mean yeah back yeah. in 2015 if the top four didn't show up eagle wouldn't have battled mm-hmm. eagle would have just ran away with it but they don't show up And you have Kyle Klein step in, Corey Ellis step in, Kevin Jones was in the mix. You know what I mean? There's all James Conrad was in the mix. There's all these people that are like, you're not standing alone at the top anymore. Yeah, there's so many people up there. Other thing this tournament gave us with Eagle was a highlight that's been shared quite a bit. Um, which I this has nothing to do against Eagle. I think it's a stupid highlight because of how did he get in a position where he had to throw like this, but where he's standing straddling a guardrail and throws like a 750 foot forehand it was actually what 430
1: 430 uphill
0: 430 foot uphill forehand (laughs) It's amazing i just don't like that like because that's blown up to where outside the disc golf world has seen it i just don't like that, like that's like a your first glimpse in a disc golf possibly is like this dude straddling a guardrail throwing guardrail
1: should be treated like barbed wire it's literally like it could be sharp metal on it i'm pretty sure the ob was like the road which is on
0: you had like He's I think that's be, how he got into that situation is he had like a foot of safe space even on the other side of it.
1: He needs to be... The opening line needed to be before the guardrail.
0: Yeah, the guardrail should have never been able to be crossed. <laughs> but it did give us a moment that we have discovered on TikTok. Yeah. Trevor discovered it. I'll let Trevor explain. Well, it.
1: yeah. So, people... So, whenever disc golf clips get popular on TikTok... Uh, it very easily reaches a non-disc golf audience. And you start seeing comments of like people just talking about a lot of, you get the, a lot of the houses, even a sport comments, but I mean, we get that on baseball. So yeah. like, that's not really, <laughs> who cares? Uh, but then a lot of people are like, will give you just opinions on the sport that you'd never consider because you're so used to the sport. And one of these opinions was that people were saying that the commentator from this clip, who is Jeremy Colling, sounded like Jim from the office or John Krasinski and I was like, what are they talking about? Like, what do you mean? And then I listened to it, and I was like, they're right. He does sound like Jim from The Office.
0: Yeah, so I just, I'm just, pulling up, this is from the Great Lakes Open, but it's just a random part of it uh, on Jomez. And we're just going to take a moment and listen and just picture Jim from The Office. Too, a
1: pretty flippy disc, so he's just trying to control that. But you're right, when Kevin throws it hard, he falls down. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: It does. That line when it's he a,
1: that line there when he says when Kevin throws it hard, he falls it. Like that's yeah. It's a little cool. deeper, it's a little off. But very similar,
2: similar like timbre of his, yeah, like the, his cadence, the I did not want to believe it. Whenever I heard Trevor say that earlier this morning, I did not want to believe it because you can't be Jim. But it sounds and I pulled up a clip here of Jim just because I wanna hear oh, I wanna Jim. hear yeah. Sorry. It's, a relationship. it's special. Nice,
0: you're shy. Yeah. I mean, I I, I can picture Big yeah. Germ talking
1: right there. That's really wow. cool. Wow. He's got a new, if Big Germ, if you're listening, probably aren't, if you are. New branding. You need to get on Fiverr right now or Fiverr. It's called Fiverr. Yeah. You, <laughs> you need to get good. on Fiverr or Cameo and start selling. Gym impersonation. Yeah. people will pay good money for that. Big it's, germ It's really close because right. I'm sure if he tried to do the impersonation, he could probably get yeah, really. He's close. already yeah. so close. He's already he just, yeah, close. If he
0: changed a little bit, he would be John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Maybe people already know this. Man, are we? Maybe, this maybe, this maybe we're like, late to No the party.
1: way. We would have. I, I think maybe people are were too like, big of office
0: Maybe fans like that his we friends. maybe like
2: his friends know this. How could like, but can jomez market that? Because of course, sure they can. But it's. Like if they bought big the tuna owned by NBC,
0: that what they owned can by buy. NBC? You could you could the word they, office big tuna. It's
1: true,
2: true.
0: Germ with the tuna. head? I mean, if I mean, Discraft I would buy can, a big tuna disc, if Discraft easy. can get the Star the big Wars license, beat up rates,
1: Jomez can surely get. You
0: can get you could get the office, right. but I'm saying there's plenty of ways around it. Yeah, where you don't have to. Yeah. Especially Disc well, office listen, so small they, that like
1: I'm claiming the intellectual property to the big tuna shirt. So by law they can't make it there, Jomez can't have it i'll sell it to you for 51 dollars. that's a steal
2: (laughs) like just imagine just a big tuna like something and it's got jeremy calling on it
0: yeah you just print money at that point (laughs) that's i would buy that i'd wear the heck out of that yeah wow
2: we just invented something big germ big tuna it's
0: crazy
1: knowing how this podcast works they're gonna announce the drop of that shirt tomorrow yeah before we ever before before, yeah. yeah
0: It's just going to... It's already... It's, it actually just got posted. Look at there. <laughs> uh, everyone's gonna be like, wow, these guys really just read Joe Mez's Instagram caption and thought they did something. Yeah. Uh, no. To, for We the record, record this
2: a day before we release for it. For the
0: record, we have not seen it if it's been released. <laughs> we, we invented that in our own heads, so we think. Uh, on FPO, though, we had Kristen Jatar taking it down over Paige Pierce. Katrina Allen comes in third. Kristen hit an absolute clutch putt for eagle on hole 17 yeah uh, up it the sick. hill it was like a 50 footer ended up deciding the tournament uh, i think in the moment she was like she asked her boyfriend silver what she needed to do and he was like or what the scores were and he said that she was tied and so she was like i need to make this then because Paige was within the circle for her eagle bid and so in her head she was like i need to make this to keep pace ended up Paige missed her circle one uh eagle putt and so end up putting her up by one mm-hmm. but then 18 for fpo it's just not a good finishing hole no because okay. it doesn't really give they any chance for drama yeah
1: they can't get there and it's an easy it's an easy what it's an easy three. three yeah yeah
0: well i looked at it the top 20 on top 20 players in fpo in the final round one player had a four everyone else threed. yeah so there's no there's no ch- there's no chance for drama,
1: really. Yeah, they needed to change it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, so that's what I personally I think that the final hole hole 18 on courses should be like should be a par 4.
1: I like par 5 even.
0: Just something where there's, where there's a, a chance, chance for, for parity and there's multiple chances for mistakes. So yeah. if you're
1: in the lead, you don't have to throw one good shot with pressure and you you've made it. You don't want you don't want like I get that a lot of courses use 17 uh but you don't want uh, your players getting to the final hole and like if it's a one stroke game being like all right well that's it well that's like whole usdgc is a great
0: example hole 17
1: is the iconic hole yeah tournaments a lot of them are tough. won and lost but if you're down two going to 18 you don't feel like it's over yeah 18 is still a very tough hole as somebody to, who's played it it's actually incredibly tough you have <laughs> yeah, to execute
0: to birdie it. you have to execute two near perfect shots yeah so that gives if you're down one that gives you a good ch- a yeah. good chance of he, like i just got to execute this birdie and the guy in the lead he what are the not, chances he's the
1: guy blocked? in the lead does not want to have to try and make birdie on 18 on no. the hole because it is very tough that OB on the corner you have to play a skip and then there's like the downhill yeah like, that's what i that's tough. what i think
0: the par 4 or anything anything above like a pitch and putt par 3 or this hole was like kind of a tweener where like yeah. everyone's going to get the same score something that provides that difficulty and does it for multiple shots to where you the person in the lead has to think on multiple shots and the person behind has a chance multiple times like if they execute it perfectly and put it inside the circle and they're like i have a putt for birdie now the person in the lead has a lot of pressure on that up approach shot or whatever yeah There's also like imagine worlds if hole 18 was just an easy little par three and they, they did the same thing where like that hole was 16 insane. was it, and hole seven then like load hole 18 a bit yeah. yeah paul would have just laid up and won his sixth world title but because it was a tough par four it gave conrad mistake mistake greatest shot of all time forced the playoff yeah that's what i think that like if on the pro tour I, I think it'd be interesting if they start having like standards like all right we're coming into town we need to make sure hole 18 is x y and z we need to make sure that this yeah. is taken care of you know what i mean like obviously right now they have certain standards with like baskets and tees and requirements on the course but i'm wondering if like a year in advance, you're like, hey, you're going to be a pro tour. You need to make sure hole 18 meets this. You need to make sure hole whatever meets this. You need to make mm-hmm. sure your par is this, your distance is this. I don't yeah. know if that's what they do on golf, no. on the PGA Tour.
1: But, like, it might just be because... I mean, they they are going to select courses for, especially, like, when it comes to majors, like, they're going to want certain things in place. Now, when, like, for the U.S. Open, when the USGA is running things, they have very, like, their their whole thing is they do, like narrow fairways, super shortcut green. So they're super fast. And then they make the rough, like super long, but then disc golf it's, there's not as many obstacles like that because that's not, that's as simple as like grasping mode. Yeah. Whereas in disc golf, you're not hitting the ball off the ground. So changes a lot,
0: but Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's time for the fan favorite segment, Trevor's trivia.
1: What do you got? All right. So pretty quick one today, but, uh, as the preserve is coming up, um, as we know, they preserve, uh, caters to the Minnesota Natives, um, run by Kale Visca, This is actually his property, right?
0: Uh, it's not like his home, property, not his home yeah, property. I believe he yeah. owns it.
1: So uh, there's obviously a pretty big influx of Minnesota Natives playing in this event because of uh, where it's being held. Um, so the first question is, what percentage of the MPO field is made up of Minnesota Natives? For reference, there's 132 in the MPO field. What percentage do you think is being made up by seemingly local players? Because there's not a lot of notable Minnesota Um, guys that play on tour.
0: Let's say twenty percent.
1: It's twenty (laughs) percent. Boom! Right. Shake the the room. Congrats. The second question is tougher. Second question is a bit bit tougher, and that is who is the highest rated of these players?
0: I'm going to assume it's the not Kalevsko. He's not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Oh, because he's running the tournament. Who? There's a sneaky person from Minnesota.
1: I did not realize this person was from... Jordan Castro. No.
0: Dang it. Is he from Minnesota? I don't even know. I don't either. <laughs> Where's Jordan Castro the answer,
1: from? I don't know then. The answer is Terry Roethlisberger. Did not know he was from Minnesota. Well,
0: I would have guessed Michigan. Yeah. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, there you have it. Minnesota, Scary. Michigan, same thing.
0: They're, I mean, both start with them. Yeah. I know. Why don't you get up there?
1: Scary Terry. Jordan
0: Castro is from Minnesota.
1: Is he not playing then? Because I would have... <laughs> did I miss it or something? He is
0: playing the Preserve. What's he rated? He must be rated lower than Terry Rothsberger.
1: What's he rated? Surely did I miss the question?
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if I just I just <laughs> smoked? was
1: like ten seventeen. There's Terry Rothsberger. Jordan Cash is ten sixteen. Okay. I, oh I, my word. I got it right. Dang it. That so was it, a pretty good guess though. That yeah. was really close. I knew I knew there was somebody who was rated ten sixteen. Isn't there another ten sixteen Minnesota guy? I thought there was. Uh yeah, Noemi Ensma. Okay. And Ryan Sheldon. Yeah, there's a
0: bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and Colin Bailey's 10-12. Yeah, so it's pretty close. Man. Terry. Terry Rossberg. We have. Uh, so, yeah, so last year the preserve was a little bit of a birdie fest. Uh,
1: I believe the winner was
0: Nico, a lot like a bit of a birdie 41 fest. <laughs> under through three, three the rounds. Winners,
1: yeah, the winners were shooting like 13 to 14 under yeah. per
0: round. Uh, but it was a very entertaining tournament. I have heard that they have made changes to the course to make it harder, a
1: little Good. bit longer, so it'll be interesting to see what's that's like, what the course actually ends up playing I, like. Here's the thing. But, I'm all for variety in tournaments. And as I... When I think about it, I mean, I think this was the most... This is like, the only tournament last year that we really considered a birdie fest. So, like, I don't hate the idea of having one event like that per year where it's, like, it's just a race for birdies. It is a little bit... It is a little bit rougher to do that when the tour is... so It's so tough to win on tour now, so you don't really want to rob players. Yeah. But at the same time, like...
0: Yeah, because when when, be whenever there's watch. a birdie fest, it just... Eliminates the separation. Yeah. I mean, is the biggest thing. It'll be fun to watch, so. but it will, unless they've changed up enough to make it super tough, it does give lesser name pros a, a better shot at winning. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, I'm straight into predictions. I'm taking Eagle. I, I think it's, it's just hard to bet against Eagle this year. I don't know why. I actually I do know why because he keeps winning. So I'm taking Eagle okay. for my first yeah, place. I've I also this is like a golf year. course style course, so I think that will play a little bit to him. I don't know that, like how much distance they've added. I know last year it wasn't like a super big bomber course, but going Eagle first, I'm going Ricky second, and uh Calvin Heimberg I have coming in third. I almost snuck Nico in there because he did so well last year, but I don't think Nico's gonna pop off back to back. I years.
1: decided to go a little bit interesting with mine. I have Ricky winning, Simon in second. Okay. You remember, Simon almost won until the last hole last year. Yeah. So I see a little bit of Simon Revenge potentially, but I think he'll fall just short. Uh, and then Kevin Jones in third. The Kevin Jones pick just keeps, like he, one of these days he's going to hold on in that last round. <laughs> so I, listen, I like Kevin Jones, so I'm going I'm to stay with him.
0: Now for my dark horse pick, uh, I'm going with Daniel Polk. This year. ah
1: see that's who i picked
0: i literally said it i was we sitting right next to you and i said i'm wasn't picking daniel listening. polk wasn't listening he well even 34th daniel last polk, year your and life and just got spared you're welcome i just saved your you life
1: just, or maybe not maybe it's too late maybe because i wrote you down on my phone like that is maybe what does that it.
0: yeah maybe that's the other thing
2: yeah yes. you gotta write it down on paper dude they know everything you're doing on your phone oh, that's shoot. why they're doing
1: it oh man all right. Well, this one's not. This next pick well, don't won't be write written it down. down. On
0: your phone. Just keep keep Daniel yeah. Polk in your notes, and if I if my guy DNFs, then we know it's your phone that's well, causing it. Yeah. This it. this Ooh. my next
1: pick here is not going to be written down.
0: Okay. Super conspiracy time.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick this guy. I'm going to pick Mike Carmen.
0: Okay. I picked him before. I know him.
1: He's from he's from Pennsylvania. That's why I'm picking him. That's it. That's all I had to say. So I he's 996 rated, Mike. If you know what's good for you. You'd be real careful.
0: Well, no, we, he, we need him to play because we no, need to know. No, have
1: confidence. He didn't write you down. He
0: didn't write you down. You're not we in his phone. We
1: don't know that. that I'm going to write him down right now. No,
0: no, no. We need to test this. This is I'm a scientific Mike, wait. Oh Carmen, my God.
1: Carmen, <laughs> <Two people>. Mike, <laughs> Carmen.
0: You just made two people DNF. How I do you so feel? Funny. You're abusing your power. How would the How would the thing that's wrong be him Alakazam. Writing,
2: <laughs> how, Be him writing it in a personal note instead of him announcing it on something that we're posting <laughs> publicly on the internet? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's <laughs> something going
0: on. There's something weird happening. We got to narrow late. it. We got to eliminate it's like when you're. It's like when you he find out you're allergic. When you're allergic to something,
1: if right? Got, and you don't know what it is. I, yeah, I like, saying. they
0: cut stuff out of your diet and then slowly add it back. We need to cut everything out of Trevor's picking and slowly add it back. I wrote it in bold, cut
1: showed it to the camera. I
0: All think right, I'm just trying it,
1: to. I'm just trying to prove that this can't be real. Is what I'm. Well, just like.
0: you just made two people DNF this week. I'm going to. If the they extreme. both DNF, <laughs> if they both DNF. <laughs> I don't know what I would do.
1: Honestly, we're going to Vegas if they both DNF,
0: (laughs) and I'm doing the exact opposite of whatever you pick. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty proud of my dark horse pick. It doesn't matter if both of you guys' people DNF because he's going to win. He's going to win. He's going well. He's not going to win. He's going to be. He's going to win. (laughs) This is Luis Laporta. I almost picked him because there was an event this year called the Earth Day at the Preserve, Mm -hmm. and Caleb Vizca got first place. There's some other people. And then Luis Laporta got
0: third place.
1: It's a good pick. So yeah, he excellent. knows his course. Excellent I looked
0: pick. at him. I almost picked him, but he didn't play the Preserve last year. So I couldn't see how he stacked up against the field. Daniel Polk cashed at the Preserve last year. Well, I know he at you least he can play this master's course master's
1: well. Right. He well, <laughs> Are you sure? He's a Masters player. I
0: could have swore he came in 34th at the Pro Tour.
1: Oh, okay. I, I saw that he came. No, you know what it was? He came second at the Majestic. Technically, he he tied. Technically, he tied. Last year, Daniel Polk is a Masters age player.
0: That's like why I. He shot fourteen down though.
2: He shot fourteen down though.
0: Well, I wonder if that's the adjusted layout. Well, I don't know, or if that's just like it, because they did change the course. He's done. Yeah, it's a, good pick. it's a good pick. I don't know why I'm coming well after you. I, it's, a it's, a pick. Pick. it's a good pick. My
1: guy's going to DNF because it's in Trevor's phone, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Both our guys. You could I could picked have picked anybody. I could have picked me. Their car, our guys are carpooling, and they got a flat tire, so they're not even so going to make, make their tea time.
0: Yeah. Dang. <laughs> All right, on the FPO side, I got Paige Pierce taking it down, Haley King Basic. coming in second, and and Tatar coming in third. Okay. I think it's right. the first time I haven't had Katrina Allen on my list. I decided Ever.
1: to go with Kristen getting the win. Uh, I just didn't see her coming back to back wins. I think I think she's gonna. And she I might. She Paige in second, Cat in third. There you have
0: it. Uh, one other hot topic that's been going on recently is the Olympics. If you yeah. Live under rock, you didn't know they were going on. What's they're going happening?
1: on. Here's the thing, though. Like I, I don't know what's happened to where, and it ha- a part of it's the fact there's no fans. Yeah. And a lot of it's part of the fact that they're in such a different time zone. So like. Things are, I'm getting alerts on my phone that gold medal's been won for events that I care about, and it happened at like two in the morning. So, you like, you need to turn those alerts off. I just learned that we won the three on three basketball for the men's. No, gold. I don't care about that. This um, is a pickup game. But regardless, like, and I guess it, part of it too is like, I feel like my family, when the Olympics were on, like, my family would just have the TV on in the evening. We would just watch the Olympics, what we did. But like nowadays, I don't know. I haven't really watched a ton. I've turned it um, on every night. But did I tried
0: a moment where the, uh, Sorry, you keep going. <laughs> no, keep going. I, I was more interested in your story. <laughs> the moment where the seventeen year old from Alaska won a gold medal.
1: That I think it's like Lydia yeah.
0: Jacoby Smith or something like that.
1: Well, yeah. There's literally what was it for? There's literally a 13 year old that won gold in skateboarding.
0: Well, I was saying the moment oh, that no. she it happened. Did no. you see okay? Okay. What was okay. there's just when she won, they had like a huge watch party in Alaska at like like uh, at a I think it was just like a bar or something, but it was like the whole town was there and they were just losing their mind. That's awesome. And she also like, didn't realize she won, so she finished and like, turned around to look up at the board. She was a swimmer, right? Yeah, and yeah. She, like, she finished swimming, hit the thing, turned around, looked up at the board, and saw it's her like name. The, she went, it
1: was like the 100-meter breaststroke. Yeah, something
0: like that. Here's like, the thing. I, see, I just love the Olympics for stuff like sw- that.
1: I love Olympic swimming. I did see Katie with a deck. He lost the 200-meter last night, which is a little No, it wasn't last night. It was like
0: two nights ago to Titmus, Australian.
1: What? I just got the alert yesterday, last evening. It was yesterday.
0: Which one? I mean, unless she won, and then
1: she won no, the, the four hundred. I'm talking about the four hundred. That's she, what I'm thinking of. She lost the four hundred.
0: Almost positive to Titm. Why are we talking about this right now? Doesn't That's, matter.
1: Okay, if she was bringing it up anyway. She went. Anyways, <laughs> the Olympics have just been interesting. You know what's really interesting about the Olympics this year is that TikTok exists. So you have all these yeah, Olympics. I've seen a lot of that, and they're all yeah. She lost the four hundred. Oh my!
0: To Titmus. Gosh, Australia. That's. Did you not see the clip of she was like her un, coach? She was like
1: unbeatable. Yeah. That's so weird. Did you see Titmuss' sh- coach?
0: Oh, yeah. That's the <laughs> he, one like, that, freaks out. That's the one that blew up of him, like, yeah. losing his mind. Well, basically, what I heard is, like, she, when she started swimming was when Ledecky was, like, you know, being dominant. Yeah. And so
1: she was, like, watching her. There's always somebody younger. And she was, like, wanted,
0: she wanted to be, be her. And then went to, like, the World Championships in, like, 2018, it might have been. And was, like, half a body length behind her. And she's like, that was the moment I realized I'm like, holy cow, like it I can actually so, do this. It is so hard to have longevity. And I think she might have beat her at the last world championship or something like that. And so then going into like all her own go- only goal was to win the 400. And it was a thrilling race. It is so difficult. It was amazing. To have I'm longevity. getting chills just talking about it
1: again. Why wow, you're a traitor. I think it's treason, but.
0: Um, I mean, it's Australia. I'm rooting for a massive Southern California. What? Australia. It's just like a big Southern California.
1: Okay. I guess you've been there, so you feel like you're a local now.
0: Yeah, you know, Vegemite and stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, but no, yeah, was,
0: I just like I like rooting for underdogs.
1: Okay, I He's just that. here for good golf, man. I'm just here for good golf. He's just here for good golf. Well, why did you bring up the Olympics, Hunter?
0: Well, just to say.
1: <laughs> 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 I bet it wasn't talking about swimming.
0: No, we just went down a rabbit hole. It was because every four years, the disc golf being in the Olympics gets brought up. And I'm gonna be honest, because I don't see this I don't see this take out there much. Yeah. I don't really understand what's the big draw into getting the disc golf into the Olympics. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't see where it would be a huge benefit to cool. us. It'd be cool. We would care. Disc golfers would care. Here's the thing
1: about the Olympics, I'm almost starting to lose respect for the Olympics when I see some of the sports that are being added, such as breakdancing. That's a real Olympic sport. What? what? Um, yeah. Breakdancing's sick. No, it's so stupid. It's yeah, like, but it's not a sport. And though. like it's in it's Art. And, it's and a performance,
0: like, just like yeah. the gymnastics when they have the, uh, um, I, guess the, that's, the I guess that's artistic, a point. The rhythmic one, gymnastics, well, where they throw no, the ball, and they catch it in their feet. Not that's pretty rhythmic. cool. <laughs> nah, the, I gotta um, like that. Simone does it every year.
2: Like the freestyle?
0: What, yeah, like, like the freestyle. Gymnastics? Is that on the floor? The, yeah. Same type thing.
1: What did I, wait, what were we comparing that to? Breakdancing. Breakdancing to, to doing like quadruple flips in the midair. I would say that
2: breakdancing is. I was about to say it's not like a physical activity, but it is. It's very yeah. physical.
1: You've got to be in very good shape. That's and what I'm saying.
2: But it's still. I feel like it should remain on the physical side. Too.
1: We of also the world. added three on three basketball. That's and, a joke. And it looks so stupid. The clips from it are look awful. Because here's the thing the athletes playing in the three on three basketball teams are not the best. No. The whole point of the Olympics is like you send the best athletes. If yeah. you add
0: three on three basketball, you need. Take away basketball. Yeah,
1: our best basketball players and everybody's best basketball players are not playing. In and honestly,
0: team. that would be way more fun. Three, just three no, on three basketball.
1: It didn't. It It'd didn't be way look, more competitive. It didn't look that fun. Okay, but imagine if it was Kevin Durant. <laughs> if it was LeBron poor, James, maybe. And, but like, it just looked kind of dumb the way they had the rules set. You don't realize when you're playing in your backyard or whatever like that it, on a professional stage. It just doesn't quite. It it was very dumb to add it. Yeah. I I agree with that. I just think the Olympics is getting a little carried away. It's like disc golf, honestly, if you throw it in now, it probably people would just scoff at it like they are with these other sports. But my thing is we
0: would get zero airtime. Yeah. The only people that would care about disc golf would be the disc golfers who would be – I don't even know how you'd end up watching it. Because, like, how do you watch handball? Handball was on TV the other day. How do you watch – What's that? What's that horse thing where they are like tiptoe I was, sideways? I was also on TV. I just idea. saw like a
1: highlight of it. It's the only way I even knew. It How was the Olympics. is that in the Olympics? Like what? Like what are we doing?
0: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is there's a lot of <laughs> sports that disc is golf is probably. There's a lot of sports that I would bet disc golf is bigger than that are in the Olympics. Probably. So like, why
1: aren't those sports blowing like, up? Yeah, I mean. You're right. It's not. It wouldn't do that. It would just be like, a. that's cool. And here's the other thing. It wouldn't hurt. No, it wouldn't but hurt. But it's certainly not going to be like to get disc golf on the map. We, yeah, but it's
0: just like every four years, you'd be like, oh, my word. Imagine. Just imagine if disc golf was in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, what, a little, who's a golf in the Olympics? That. What's like, what? who's even
1: what? What's even going on with golf in the
0: Olympics? It's a
1: thing. I mean, I was, know it's a thing. I like, watched it quite a bit of Olympic golf. Like, it was covered very heavily uh, last Olympics. I don't know when they, I don't know if they have started yet. I don't think they have. But Olympic golf, I mean they just play it's literally like a four round tournament and then like that's what, that's first, second, third takes takes I, the what, gold I think. the gold medal winner was uh Justin Rose. He won the first golf
0: I think we need to hype up the president's cup more. Keep the disc golf president's cup going so I that, agree. That gives you the same type of like rooting for your country type Okay, thing. I have
1: to interrupt the podcast really quick for breaking news. Don't touch your phone for a second. Can you can you not touch your I'm phone? I'm not for like, touching for my like phone a minute or so. So this morning This morning, what happened? If you guys haven't been following on Twitter, um, Brody decided started this fake competition (laughs) where uh, the whoever didn't get to three thousand followers first would have to shave their head. And this was never a real thing; like we were never agreeing to this. No. So like, it was hey, just, just out joke. of the blue. Bert it was always kind of a it. joke. He wasn't but like, even he kept, with us. He yeah, just yeah. tweeted it. He, he was on the road and just tweeted it. And I was already down like he 600 just to followers. Play with you guys' lives. So. I was down like 600 followers when this whole thing started. Um, and I, I gained a little bit of ground because people were like, oh, let's make it closer. But going into this morning, I think hundred needed 50 and I still needed about 250. And so I decided to make a move. And put it in place right before the podcast so that Hunter would not check his phone. Smart. I texted Brody and asked him to get me a disc that I could give away. He put up a pretty sick, rare, get freaky zone. I then tweeted this, telling people they needed to unfollow Hunter and follow me. And I have just crossed 3,000 before <laughs> <Hunter>. <laughs> I think I have about, I think the tweet got about 500 what or about, 600. What are my tweets. followers at? How much did I lose? <laughs> I don't know, but I just crossed three thousand. How many people did I lose? Like two hundred, I think.
0: <laughs> I lost a hundred followers. I'm now at three hundred people unfollowed. I'm me. I'm
1: now at three thousand and five. I won. That is so funny. That's so funny. Brody like tweeted it out, so and that's the
0: thing too. Is I, in this scenario, the only way someone was shaving their head is if I lost.
1: Yeah. I I just think that was I was literally giddy the whole podcast that's waiting so to funny. announce it because I saw that it it was working. And like this tweet has three hundred. Well, what's funny is I went on retweets. Twitter to tweet about Connor. I was so nervous. I went on Twitter I, to
0: tweet about Connor forgetting to record Lock. And I th- just didn't even look at anything else on Twitter. That's why I was
1: literally like, yeah, just send the tweet. Let's get this started. Let's let's go. Because I really oh, wanted that's to. I thought you were years, like so in a rush to get back to work. I was like, what a good employee. He reason, really wants to get back to work. The reason. No, nah, I'm awful. <laughs> the reason I. Um, so funny. The reason I had it tweeted right before we started the podcast is because I knew if you had time. You would be able to get back at me. Let, let let's let this That's leave. So let's let this leave until the end of the podcast, or it's going to consume the rest of our time. Oh, uh, but I needed this to is announce the, it. This is
0: just like, this is just like um when I when it was like a race to a thousand that Brody yeah. did, which he didn't put anything on the line. I got to nine hundred ninety nine, <laughs> and then I just dropped to nine ninety because people were like, we can't let Hunter win. We got to make sure Trevor wins this time. Then I, I crossed actually... a thousand, and I tweeted. Woo, made it to a thousand or something like that, and then fifteen people unfollowed me. <laughs> and I drop back down. I'm like, guys, let me win something. But people <laughs> literally just choose to unfollow me because I, mean, I guarantee you, I'll shave my head or whatever will happen, and then boom, I'll go back up on Trevor by I'll, like two hundred. I'll tell
1: people. I'll tell everybody to refollow you, and like, it's not. I just thought it'd be very funny if during the podcast this all happened and you didn't know, and then I could announce that it. so, so here's the thing:
0: is I am fully willing to shave my head. Well, you're
2: going to, to, to now. Why. We'll make a video out
1: of it.
0: Because why not why not? It's a thing.
1: I just record, I mean, I respect but that. my I'm not wife good. will literally murder me. It's oh, the thing. So you're still not going to.
0: I, I if that's the thing is I will. But I don't know how to go about it with where I survive this whole thing.
1: Just think about how funny it would I, be here's if the thing. we shot I don't make I'm not i am not going to make you feel bad because I was never going to do it. The thing is, like, that there was, was the other
0: side of it, is I kind of wanted to lose because no, foundation will grow so much. There's no incentive if I shave it my head. It would have been one thing if Brody would have been it like. because it'll get quote tweeted, it'll get retweeted, whatever. I'll be bald. It'll be hilarious. Everyone it, would want to see me bald. It would have been one thing if Brody. Everyone was would like, want to see Trevor bald. But I know between the two of us there's only one person that's crazy enough to shave their head yeah. and it's me. Well there was no incentive
1: for the winner either. It's like the growth of the company. If you would have tweeted and been like, the winner gets this, like all it was is like the is gonna have slightly more followers on Twitter. <laughs> Listen, we are going
2: to shoot a video of somebody shaving your head, and it's going to be in this dark corner with really dramatic lighting, and it's going to be really funny.
0: <laughs> Liz is going to literally, because Liz has told me before, because I've said before we should put shaving your head on the line as a punishment for a challenge, and Trevor immediately goes, I'm never shaving my head. Yeah. No and then way. Liz goes, you're never shaving your head. And I'm like, B, i am like I used to buzz my head, mm-hmm. like on like, not fully buzz, but like, I might as well have been bald. Yeah. I would go very, very low. And Liz hated it, hated it with a passion and told me like, you're never allowed to do that again. So I think you shouldn't tell her. <laughs> that's the worst thing. It's like, I would do it at work and I just show up, show up to home and she'd be like, why aren't you taking your hat off? Be like, no reason. Just, like <laughs> just, just leave like, just your sideburns. <laughs> there,
2: just where, leave right here. go? <laughs> no, just leave them right here. Only, only shave everything
0: from your hat up and just leave that <laughs> so
2: she doesn't necessarily
0: take your hat off. <laughs> take my hat All right, I'm trying to go to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> just
2: nothing. Else.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Well, good thing I got Manscaped, so I don't have to worry about being... Yeah, you could just, just start... Just stuff. gnawing at that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Skin safe technology. It's, it's, we're good to go. Uh, side note with the Disc Golf Olympics. Back to that. Uh, i got to figure out if I'm actually shaving my head. Yeah, I'm going to text Liz after this and be like, yo, listen.
1: <laughs> listen. There's a series yo, of unfortunate listen. events.
0: That's how I text my wife. Yo, sup. There's a series of unfortunate events, and I'm now bald. And just see what she says.
1: That was crazy, dude. That was a wild ride. My heart was pumping this entire pod. You know, I, just, I, I had, felt like a little I kid. Just text a, her said, and tell her that you shaved your head bald. See how it reacts. It's want not the that world,
2: bad. Let's shave saying. it today.
0: Well, that's, <laughs> I want the world to understand something. I, when Brody tweeted that, I had a conversation with Trevor. He was sitting next to me. He's like, We can't actually do that. And I'm like, Yeah, we can. I'm gonna give away a disc to get me to three thousand. I'll give away one disc, it'll get me to three thousand. And I told and then Trevor's like, No, dude, I don't want to shave my head. And I told him, like, you know what, man, I'm not gonna do that to you. And I chose in that moment to not give away a disc that I have in my possession that would have easily got me to 3000 And yet this man
1: here's the thing. takes
0: two seconds of convincing to
1: boom, y- disc. Here's the thing, though. We, either
0: of us could have done that very
1: easily. Yeah, which just throwing a disc up. Here's the thing, though. Well, I had to get it from Brody. I So
0: I could have done it, it even easier.
1: But here's the thing. I, like, I and do, I had a personal I did conversation. This, I trusted you. I did this for the memes. <laughs> I did this for the memes. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you're going to need to shave your head now. Like That would be the jerk move to okay. be like. But Twitter will. Yeah, but that's Twitter would have done it to me too, and I would have not cared either. I will defend you. I'll defend you. I, I, wanna, you I will tweet out and tell the people that I'm making it very clear that I, I don't will expect offend you to you. shave your head. I'm gonna have to head. shave my head. You're gonna have to shave your head. I I, that's my, no public, my public my public no statement is Hunter does not have to shave his head. He Brody Brody, Brody Smith does say. need to serve time for this. My public statement is that all of them need to shave their head. Somebody tweeted at one. point... I'm going to be
2: the only person in this office with the
1: hair. Here's the thing: at one point, somebody replied to the tweet and said, "If Connor gets the three thousand before both of them, did both of them shave their head?" And Brody tweeted <laughs> back and said, "Deal." So you probably have a few hundred followers right now. I don't even have a profile. If picture. people saw that, <laughs> if people saw that, uh, saw that part of the thread, but because that got me scared too, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Now Connor is the even bigger. Like, I only underdog. made a Twitter
2: to win, try to win a competition in like 2017 for like an Innova something. And two Innova things. You, you tweeted twice. Yeah, two yeah, yeah. Literally, it was like one of those things where you, like, you check off the list of like it on Facebook, post on Instagram, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have a Twitter, so I made yeah, a Twitter. I haven't be been on it since. I went on it today just to make a joke where I tag I don't even know how it works. Did I tag you? Is that what happened? Yeah, you tagged me. Is that what that is? Where I tagged him, and I said, all right, Twitter, go help out my friend Hunter, and I just was making a joke because it's funny because I only had like three
0: followers. But uh, I was just going to bring up <laughs> on, the last thing I was going to say on the disc golf Olympics. You're done, dude. You're going to shave your head. Yeah, I was gonna You're going to be up- a great swimmer, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe you can win the 400 freestyle. <laughs> I mean, hair grows back. You're right. No, it does. It doesn't anymore. Here's the thing, too. Not I you? wear 2021. a Your hair is dark. And also, listen, I've been growing out my hair for like since i got married but that's what i'm saying is like for the, yeah, i have would, no would i be will i will like, shave we, my head you already a, you already without like it being a big deal buzz your hair so like yeah. it'd be like this much of a difference yeah it's whereas just, for me it would have been like a very big deal yeah also, just, my
0: wife is going to kill me that's the that's the only if if right if i was single i might be bald by choice because <laughs> then you don't have to deal with anything you just wake up and what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you do your hair nothing you're bald nothing that sounds great but my wife is gonna murder me. <laughs> that doesn't sound great. All right, I'm hopping in to make that call. I'm wrapping the show up. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, gonna you, a, I'm gonna
1: put you in this situation. You're up by 600 followers on Twitter.
0: <laughs> You're up. Okay, let me let me paint you into a moral dilemma. Your <laughs> one of your best friends and bosses tells you I could give away this disc, but I'm choosing not to for your well being. But now he's that. about to win, and so do you give away a disc? Answer is yes.
1: Here's the thing, though. Brody (laughs) (laughs) is ultimately up to Brody, and he's the one that really made this happen. So that's really who your quarrel is with. He could have denied me coral. That's who your corals with. I didn't really give him much of a choice though. I kind of just like texted him like 10 times in succession like listen, I need a disc. I need a disc. So got to do something.
2: <laughs> Trevor came over here and showed me the text conversation before the podcast. And it yeah. was like Brody's like trying to make jokes and trying to be funny and Trevor's like no, Brody, I need you to Well, fight. it I was need- literally like
1: a matter of time because Hunter was so close. I was like I don't, like we need to get this going now.
0: <laughs> and I need to not the only, only you, hurts, I need to The only thing that I, I'm upset about is that I lost hundred followers
1: because, like, I took you're pride in building my You're literally going to gain them back. Like, know.
0: I worked hard during Worlds you really, to gain literally my Twitter gain followers, them back. and I just one little giveaway, and they're like, "Oh, screw Hunter, man." They're gonna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they throw. They would throw me away for a disc too, man. Yeah, anybody but you would. Just, yeah. You, just,
0: you, just, you just tweet little memes here and there. You don't care about your Twitter. <laughs> oh, well, I care okay, about my Twitter. Oh, now about, it's getting aggressive. No, no, you. I care. Day about to my day, day, you don't
1: really care about your Twitter. I love my Twitter, man. My Twitter fam is. I love my Twitter fam. You Understand. My Twitter Every, feeds every me. one of those 3,025. It's amazing. They do this dude. to me in a thousand. I, will, I will to me listen. now. We will tweet. Everybody's going to tweet out that we need to fall hunter back again. And you will literally surp- surpass me within 24 hours. I'm
0: going to surpass you within 24 hours. I'm going to go bald.
1: <laughs> you don't
2: have to do That's that. That's true. That's true. How much do you care about
0: Twitter? Are you going to go bald? I will go bald. I would go bald if I lost a mini disc golf challenge in the office. I don't care about that. My Apparently wife is just is willing to shave his head. At, head sh- you guys away. are one. You guys are one. If you <laughs> pay me five bucks on a random day and handed me a pair of sheer, I'd be like, frick yeah, that's a free coffee. Like, I, that's how little I care about my hair. Dang. But see, Lizzie, on the other hand.
2: But if she cares about it, then you're not shaving your that's head. That's what I'm saying. That's so where that the tough means part is. that you do care.
0: I care about my wife. That's I don't nice. care about my hair. That's nice. I care about my wife, who cares about my hair. So Hon- indirectly, through my wife, living vicariously Hunter through Tom her, Thomas I care about my hair. I care are- about my
1: wife. I don't care about my hair. <laughs> and <that's laughs> statement has been approved by Hunter Thomas. Do you care about your
2: wife's
0: hair? Yeah, I mean, I that's good. All right, next topic. <laughs> uh, so let's paint you in a scenario here. You're playing in the Commonwealth Games at Liberty University. Yep. Lunchtime. No email.
1: <laughs> you, <don't> even <laughs> to
0: be seen. you step up to hole 17 and the course rules state ob gravel road and beyond defined by outer edge of Are railroad seriously
1: tide. we really talked about this
0: yeah but i don't know the answer so oh. i want to i want to ask you to this, make this call oh because did you figure it out on PK? no i want you to make the call okay <laughs> i don't know the call i made <laughs> you throw your shot just it goes deep right into a gravel parking lot so the, the ob's gravel road and beyond defined by outer edge of railroad ties goes into this like gravel parking lot area but you have found a way to be left of the railroad ties which would make you inside of it if the railroad ties were to extend that far when you look back at where they're right. in where they're in so in this weird scenario that you found yourself in are you inbounds or out of bounds Well, the, if the parking lot is nowhere
1: declared out of bounds right
0: but there's no defining part of where the parking lot begins and the gravel road ends
1: so, so you, it's like a gravel road that's kind of like... The OB was in defined, big not just right of the railroad ties. It, says, it was
0: OB, gravel road and beyond, defined by outer edge of railroad ties. That's what the Caddy mm. Book says.
1: And the parking mm. lot is not gravel road. It's parking lot. It's like asphalt?
0: No, it's still gravel. That's the mm. th- it flows into one another.
1: I would call it out then, probably.
0: But it
2: says gravel road and beyond, defined by the, the outer edge. edge. Ah, Mean that technically so where no, it's, it's not inbound. defined by. Yeah, I would call it in. But the hard part is where is beyond? Which direction is beyond? To the right.
0: Not in the fairway.
2: I know, but like whenever you're going straight back from your OB markers, where, what are you going straight back from? You know
1: what I mean? Like how do you know? The line direction? of OB you're saying? Yeah. It continues on the line that's already been defined. So like the railroad ties, like railroad tie, railroad tie, and it's going in this line. Uh-huh. And the last one hits, the line just keeps going in that direction. So you he would be left of that line. That's not well, see, the us See, that's the tough part. Is the but OB. Does it keep is, going
2: that way, or if this is the last railroad tie and they should be going this way, but there's no more, does the OB go this way? No, no so by the rules, the OB straight.
0: line continues indefinitely in one direction. Okay, okay. The tough part is by the way this is worded, O B gravel road and beyond, defined by outer edge of railroad tie. Yeah. What is the OB? Like I is that's, only, where, that's, where I kept, that's where I kept having issue. I wrote this, FYI. I kind of have an issue with my own thing. It's like the OB is the gravel road and beyond.
1: But it's defined. But it's defined by the railroad tie. Because it's defined by, by the, the railroad tie. But when the railroad
0: tie stops, the OB is still the gravel road and beyond. Oh, so then no, it's defined by, it's, by like an so then, invisible line. Then, then, then that's what I'm saying. So then it's just like gravel <laughs> road it, and beyond.
2: I would call it in. I would say that it, the OB is defined by the gravel road and beyond that is defined. like that's, It's a short way of saying that is defined by the railroad tie, meaning that if there's part of the gravel road and beyond that is not defined by the railroad tie, then it's not OB. Only only this part... Because the
0: other tough part is the railroad tie's end is where a fence begins. That's the only reason they end. And oh, okay. The fence goes around the outer edge.
2: Oh. It's a
0: very clear it is very clear. It is OB. But there's a technicality. But the technicality makes it where, like, are you OB or not? I think like if you just
1: threw it, if you threw it, it, you're OB. I think yeah, if somebody argued that technicality with me, I would have to say that it was in.
0: So they, he was asking me about it,
1: and... But if I looked at it, I just like talked
0: it, it to, talked it through with him. I'm like, well, I don't fully know because like, the, where does the gravel road end in that parking lot begin? Because there's no clear line there, and so like, so it's still the gravel road and beyond. But then the railroad tie. So like, he very easily, if his card would have called him in or his card would have called him out, there wouldn't have really been a question yeah, I either think way. It's, I whichever think it's just like kind of agree in some. The biggest issue was that he took a provisional. Didn't he? He took a provisional. He ended Smart up man. being OB, and I'm glad that that was the end up. He, he still won. Let's just lay that out there. He won in a playoff, but I'm glad that that ended up being it because what I didn't know at the time when we were talking through it all and he was fully like he was talking through it with me, not like the biggest mistake was it should have been Obi Gravel Road and beyond and it should have switched five by railroad ties and fencing. Mm -hmm. That would have solved it all. But this spot, it's like past the basket and far back, right? I've never seen a disc land there. Yeah. What I wasn't aware of is the person he ended up being tied with also happened to land in that same spot. And just didn't even check the book and called himself OB. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. So if I would have ended up calling
0: that guy in.
1: That could have been fishy. Then
0: the guy, the guy who lost would have been really upset. Because yeah. he would have been like, well, now I just straight up lost. And if I would have played that as safe, I would also, I'd be in this playoff as well. So like, it ended up being fine. And then the guy who had the question with the technicality ended up winning the playoff. So like, it was the best all-around scenario that could have happened. But uh, I definitely learned something there as a TD because you got to expect the unexpected because Mm -hmm. like i just didn't even think that that parking lot was in play yeah i didn't even think that was a thing that is very interesting but two people found it and they're good players two people in advance found it and they end up going to a playoff with each other and luckily the guy who had the question with the technology won, so that it all smoothed out the other thing the email joke I also flustered as a, e, as a TD. This it, This was a bad weekend for me as a TD. Not his best showing. It was not my best showing. People loved the tournament. And a lot of people said great, great ran tournament. And I was like, you must not have. Inside my head, I sucked. But basically what happened is round one's over. All the digital scorecards are submitted. All the scores are in. So I go online. First thing I did is I send an alert out through the digital scorecard thing. Tea time, 135. Hit that. Then I see needed to get the round two score, round two groups up, and then I was going to send an email out to all the players. Yeah. Per sense. usual. That's what, you know, especially today in today's digital age, no one checks back in with the TD. So, like, I was just going to send the email out. You're so, getting
1: followers back.
0: Stay I on. go back in, I go back into, <laughs> uh, go back on the PGA's, like, back end. I start assigning the groups. There is like, two cards that their scores didn't sync. So, I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to, I'm stressing takes me about 15, 10, 15, 20. I don't know. It took me a decent chunk of time to figure out what's going on and get it fixed. I get it fixed. I'm like, finally I got it fixed. Then I have to go through and assign all the groups. Cause there was a bunch of different teas being played and it was logistical figuring out who could play with who and all that. Get it all sorted. Get it all done. Have that, have the tea time on that. Like whew, done. Hit enter, publish them, close my laptop. I forgot to send the email. So I, I, even, I don't even think about it. To me, I went onto my laptop with the intention of sending the email. I got flustered by this, fixed it, shut my laptop thinking I'm done with everything. TD job done. I walk out onto the course, one two minute time. Cheese one thirty-five. Get a call from someone and they're like, hey, like I just realized that we're supposed to tee, and like the last email I has is two o'clock. Like what, what, what's, what's going on? And I'm like, well, it's two minutes has been like two minutes was called. It's about to be showtime. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He said, what happens if I don't show up? I'm like, it's par plus four. But there's no email. I'm like, I realize that now, but I just realized that. And I don't know. Like, the course is full. Because that, I guess, they didn't, it only happened once on my course. But it apparently happened to, like, four or five people on the other course, which had a different TD. Um, But, like, I was in charge of running the whole tournament. There's just a different course TD. But luckily, they caught on to it early and just, I wasn't, I didn't know yet. And so they just delayed their tee time. Mm-hmm. So they were able to catch it before the two minutes. And so they delayed their tee time by like 10 minutes. And so everyone was able to get on the tee. All of it was fine. For me, it was too late. And so I was like, I'm sorry, but
1: you're a bad person. I don't know what to do. That's the only thing to say.
0: So yeah, I got par plus four. So that was another mistake I made as a TD this weekend. Um, that sucked, but he forgave you. He did. Uh, out I probably, loud,
2: have. probably not in his head but out loud he did <laughs>
0: yeah out verbally i got a verbal
1: apology for i got a verbal forgiveness
0: i made a verbal apology i yeah. got a verbal forgiveness he probably hates me still but i mean that rightfully so i have tds that i'm like i'm never playing a tournament again that that person's ran and it's for stupid stuff like that so i'm sure that that's the same way but thank you for listening to Griplock. hopefully you enjoyed <laughs> uh i'll talk to you next week and i'll probably be bald sounds like so that's I, a fun
1: twist. I, I don't even want to see that happen to you. I, like, I feel do. bad now. Do you? I do. Did you feel
0: bad when you are publishing that giveaway? That was hilarious. I would have never done that to you, man. It was so I. Chose, I mm, you you got to admit how there.
1: electric was that? Like the whole time, like literally my followers are going up as the podcast is being recorded. You have no idea. And then like all of a sudden I win. Like that's hilarious. That's called content. That's but what that's what we, the thing. Is. It's only funny if here. I actually shave my head. No, it's not.
0: None of this is worth anything if I don't shave. That's not true.
1: It's worth to the people
0: that. No, then people are never gonna. People are never gonna trust us when we say we're doing something again. If I don't shave, we didn't say
1: it. Brody did. Point. So people, that's okay. Because here's what's gonna happen: is regardless of what we do, Brody's gonna say, "Okay, now next one to five k has to drive their car off a cliff." Like, (laughs) and like he's, it's gonna keep getting worse. We gotta. There you go. I gotta (laughs) drive my car off a cliff. (laughs) We gotta cut this stuff out.
0: Well, that's the thing: is you'll never lose these. Because without fail, when I get within a certain amount, people are will unfollow me for the meme. I am willing to, if Every you're willing time. to
1: make a stand against these ridiculous Brody uh, contests, and I am too. But if you just keep entering them, I feel like you need to make that stand before you. you guys competed. What? I feel like that stand need to be made before the competition. We well, were we never know, in yeah, a competition. We didn't, we didn't know the competition was happening, though. It was just tweeted. We I just, know. All I'm we
2: just did did was saying retweet. like, I'm just saying like you, like you got, you pushed for it. And then now there's, yeah, you,
0: you, you want to make too. a stand. Well, so if, how, if you don't want to, it's if you, easy sitting on that side of the table saying, "Let's make
1: a stand." Here's the thing: if you don't, I asked to do that before this thing even got on. Yeah, while we're still live, I'm texting my wife. I'm gonna say, "Here's the thing." You might want to say this for the Patreon
0: podcast. I'll, 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 spoil, I'll say her results on the Patreon podcast. But I'm texting her and saying, Ooh, "Here's the swipe thing. swipe up for part 2 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm just gonna send. Here's the thing. First text sent. I have to shape my head. <laughs> Second text sent.
2: Just tell her you have lice. You can tell her I gave you lice. I'm okay with that. I'm probably going to anyway.
0: All right. Second text has been sent. If you want to hear how my wife responds to that, check out our Patreon. Link's in the description. (laughs) Uh, I'll be be going through it. She is straight up FaceTiming me. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Bogey bro banter. I'll I'll spill all the details. (laughs)